Hello, the listeners. How are you? You're listening to Derek Radio. Here in our radio show, it's Haray Tanavad. And um, this is a live broadcast. Today is um, November 18. And uh, today, <clears throat> I would like to put a focus on, um, I think, a very important point that we actually, unfortunately, we have the tendency to forget it. And I'm talking about the goal of the life. I mean, we all got education of getting achievement because our parents, our teachers, always they told us, look, my dear son, my dear student, I want you to get more. I want you to get more. I want you to be excellent. I want you to get 100% mark on, on, on your test. I want you to do something with your life. So you gotta 
principle, you have a concept of wisdom. Then I have a question. If we take a look around all the creatures, we can see that a creator is really, really uh, behave as well, no problem with that. I mean, the Gemara says, Egel ben Yomo, Karui Egel. It means when a little cow just born to the world, in a few days you can call it, you can describe this animal as a cow, with all the wisdom of a cow built in inside his brain. He has no any thing to develop himself. He should know, he, he shouldn't have to improve himself. Egel Benyomo, Kori Egel, is just like this, as is. It has nothing to develop with. But when we approach to the human being, when you look at a person, when you look at the human being, you see that it's really, really complicated. Since he born, he has to learn how to walk, how to eat. Then he started growing his teeth. It's actually campaigning with a lot of pain, a lot of nights without sleeping for the parents and for the baby. After that, he has preschool one, and then he has uh, uh, first grade, second grade, third grade school, elementary school, high school, college. So many progresses just to be a man, just to be uh, 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 a man, we say. And the, uh, and the question is why? Why Hashem did this to the human being? The, the Chazal called the human being Nether Haberiah. It means you are the royal crown of, of the creation, the entire creation. Why Hashem made us so complicated, so with slowly, slowly development. Why? Because Hashem has two ways to speaking with us. The first way and the funniest way is that Hashem wrote the Torah. And the Torah is just like a, a book of commandments that Hashem tells you what actually I want from you, what is the mitzvot I order you to do, and you have to follow my orders because the world has rules, the world has honor, and you have to have respect to the honor of the, the Lord of the world. But this is the first famous way. But there is another way. There is a second way that Hashem talked to us through it. And how Hashem talked to us? Hashem talked to us through the Beri'ah, through the creation. Hashem says, look, I give you a wisdom. I give you a sense. I want you to look around you and start learning from the creation all. I want you to learn what actually I demand you. What is the deep meaning of the creation? What actually I want from you? And when you look around, just like I said, when Hashem asks and Hashem wants us to do something, He is not looking for the results. 
He's not looking for the results because he didn't give us the tools to, to achieve results. If Hashem would like us to give his results, to give him achievements, then he should create us just like the angels, like the Malachim. The Malachim has no Bechira. The Malachim has no um, um, some tendency to do like this or like this. No, the Malachim, when Hashem says something to the Malach, he immediately doing it. No hesitances. No questions. So if Hashem would like us to, pro- to provide him results, to provide him certain number of pages a day, pages the Gemara, pages of Mishnah a day, every day, if it was the purpose of the creation, then Hashem should create us with the angel skills, and he didn't do it. Why he didn't do it? Why Hashem didn't give us the angel skills, or at least something like this? You know why? Because Hashem is talking to us through the creation, and Hashem tells us, I made you so complicated. I, I made your development progress so so slow, you know why? Because the purpose of the creation of the human being is, I want you to make one step forward. And I'm always talking about the concept of be mitkadem. In Hebrew we say mitkadem. Mitkadem, which means I try really hard to make one step forward. That's it. No thinking about the results. No thinking about the achievements, no thinking about goals, just try to put my efforts, to put my part to be better than yesterday. And unfortunately, we forgot it during the time, because we're always busy with achievements, with the certifications, with remarks. We want, we push the kids in the school since they are in the kindergarten. We push them to make the, the tanks as well. We push them to, to, to combine letters, eight words. And if someone doesn't do it, we, we're disappointed. We say, oh, you let me down. Why you didn't succeed your examination? I want you next time. I want you to get 100% in your test. Please, I want you. I want you to think about your future. If you will not get some results, if you will not gain some some uh, uh, achievements, what's going to be with you? Where you where you want to work when you grow when you will be grown up? I just want to, please don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that achievement certifications is a nonsense. No, it's really important to the life. I agree. Full, 100% agree. But what happened when we reached it for, uh, uh, to a kid that he has not a skill to really try harder, but, but he cannot do it? Then what you tell him? Then how you react when you see his examinations, his test, his low marks on his test? Then what? Because Hashem didn't create all of us equals. There's so many, many differences between one another, right? 
when someone tried when someone tried to do something let's say that you have a kid 70 years old he sits in second grade and he cannot sit on a chair he always you know rocking on a chair he is not chill he's not calm and he said what's wrong with you what did I ask for me even if you don't learn anything I just want you to sit in calmness what what's going on with you can't you sit on your chair and the answer is yes each one of us actually struggling with some issues in his life with some difficulties in his, in his life and his certain difficulties is on the level of could I sit on my chair or not? This is you struggling. What do you want from him? Just try to go out your vision, to go out from your view, and try to get in your child's view how he sees the world. What is his unique um, struggling that he has? But let's say that your child um, put a lot of efforts to succeed his test, very important test, and then he came home with his test in his hand, and it's 50%. This is smart. And let's say that you are a parent, that you learn education, you learn how to react, you know, do not, do not yell at him, to know do not make bad environment. You learn everything. And then you say, oh, you'll see. Okay, no matter. You know what? Next time, I convince that you really succeed to get 100%. It looks like, in the first fight, it looks like very good um, um, response. I didn't yell at him. I didn't criticize him. I just told him, no matter. For the next time, you'll get 100%. And this is very negative reaction. It's negative response of the parents. You know why? Because in my in my response, I actually demonstrate in front of my child that the real thing which makes the difference is the mark, the result. So I say, never mind. Next time you'll get a one hundred percent. And what if he will not get, get the 100%? And what if he has no ability to get 100%? Then what? Besides that, when you say no matter, next time you get 100%, I put the focus of the importantness on the 100%. And this is a lie. This is not the purpose that Hashem created us because if he really wanted 100% from us, he could create us just like the angels. Why he didn't do it. Why he created us so, so complicated, with so slowly development. You know why? Because he wants us to put an effort. He wants us to be mitkalem, to make one step ahead, and we forgot this point. When we try to educate our children, we're always highlighting the matter of results, the matter of marks, the matter of goals. That's right. It's really important that we have some goal in front of our eyes, that we have a destination to go for. That's right. Okay. 
But this is not the major point. The major point, when I try to stick with my children, I tell them, look, my dear children, the most important thing that I really demand from you, each one of it, on his level, I want you to put in effort. I want you to try hard. I want you to make one little me, my little matter of stepping forward. That's it. Then, when my child came home, and he hold 100% on his test, and he say, look, Daddy, I got 100%, look. And I know that he didn't put an effort. <laughs> it was, for, for him, it was easy going. Then, I'm not excited. I just look at him and I say, 100%? Is this a matter of numbers? Give me a pen. I will write you one billion percent. percent. This is not the issue. Numbers are not makes the difference. But if he came home with 50% in his test, but I really know that he put a lot of efforts and he tried so hard to succeed this test, and he failed, but I take a pen, and I tell him, give me the paper. Then he give me the paper, and then I put, I write near the 50%, I make plus 50% for your effort equals 100%. And then I make a signature, and I send it back to his rabbi. Because I know that my child feel for his demands, what Hashem demands from him. Hashem wants you to put the effort. Hashem wants you to try to be better than yesterday, and my child did it. And this is the mainstream of our home. It's really important to us. Don't forget it. Because you know what the damage is? The damage is when our child growing up, he starts to develop bad self-image. He starts to see himself as a failure. And I say, why? And then, and then he say, look, all over my life, I just got a task with 50%. When we had a special, uh, a special program in our school, I always was the last one. Nobody sees me. Nobody look at me. I just always walking outside. You know what's the feeling to grow up like that? And believe me, I tried so hard, but I didn't get any goal, even the little one. I just, I just felt that I can't do it. Then I tell him, but you try. You try to put your efforts, that's right? And he said, yeah, in the beginning I really tried, but nobody sees me. Everybody just ignore me. Because the rabbi didn't see me, because I didn't I didn't reach any goal the entire my the entire my life, and when we had a program, I just always was the last one. Everybody just ignore me. That I feel so bad with myself, and he start to absorb feeling of a failure. And we ask why? You have your own skills, but it's not a special skills. 
but you have your unique skills. Nobody has skills that just like you. So why you lost your world? Why you lost your self-image, your self-esteem? You with, with the lowest self-confidence, and I ask you why. Believe me, I have no complaining to him because I really understand why he reached this point. Because when we try to raise the children and we always demonstrate to them that the most important thing is I want you to be better, I want you to be good, it's not work like that. It's really not work like that. Sometimes parents complaining, look, my children have jealous from one another. How can I strike them with jealous in my home? And then they say, look, I know the wish of any parent is to see his children living in peace together, in loving and peace. I know that. But you know why they jealous one another? I'll give you an example. Let's say that you have a room, and in this room you have a few objects. The first one is a chair. The second, the first one is a chair of wood, made of wood. The second chair, made of skin. The third chair is, is a couch. So there is chalice between those three kinds of chairs. You know why? Because each one of us has a pride. I'm proud of you. I'm better than you. People want to sit on me instead of sit of you because you're just made of wood and you're just made of plastic. But I'm made of skin. I'm a couch. I'm important. So there is a jealous between them because they all belong to the same group under the title of chairs. But if you have a chair and a table and a window and a keyboard, is there a chalice between them? The keyboard say, look, every, the keyboard says to the, to the chair, look, everybody wants to sit on you and not on me. <laughs> the chair will say, everybody try to, to click on, on your button and seem to click, to click on me. No, there's no jealousy between them. You know why? Because each one of them is a total different world. Each one of them has its unique. So each one of them feels my seat is safe. I don't, I have no nothing to worry about. The same thing, when all your child is just, all your children, just like the chairs, belong to the same family, belong to the same level. So there's jealous between them. When you praise one, the other start to jail. You know what is the secret? The secret is trying to define different definitions from one another. You, my dear Yossi, you have the goodest heart in the world, in this family. You have so warm and good a heart. Nobody is like you. Then Moishi says, hey, and what about me? Oh, you? You make your homework just like nobody else in this house. And then Ruthie says, hey, and what about me? Ruthie, 
You have a kindness. Nobody in this house like you. You have your unique. In another word, each one of my children is a, is a different whole world. So each one of my children feels that he has his seat. His seat, his chair is safe. Nobody is racing him. I'm not trying to compare him to any one of my children, even if he has the lowest goals, the lowest achievements, sad achievements or something like this. He's very weak, I know that. Maybe he's suffering from ADD, maybe he's suffering from ADHD, so what? This is his program, that's the, that's the special program of life that Hashem fitted to him, especially to my certain child. This is not the chisaron. This is not something bad. Don't try to fight with that. If you got a child with ADD, don't try to fight that. To fight it, it means like a kifirah, like kofar. But you are not believing in Hashem. Because who put the ADHD on a certain child of yours? Who did it? Who made it? Don't you believe that Hashem did it? Why Hashem did it? Because He hates him. Now, you know that this is not the answer. The answer is each one of us has a whole program of life. And Hashem feeds the program of the life to each one of us. And each one of us has a different program. This is your path. You have to go to. You, Yossi, has to have to go through ADHD. You have to go through very low skills, study skills. But on the other side, you have your values, you have your unique. And that's the challenges that I want you to struggle with. Do you try to fight with that? That's right. Parents have to do the maximum they can to help their child. But instead of that, we angry with him. Why you cannot achieve at least 70% in your task? This is a very simple task. Why don't you, why don't you get 70% at least? Don't be angry with him. Don't be frustrated of his situation. That's what Hashem wants from me, for him. Don't you believe? When you go to shul, you stand in the field and you really believe in Hashem. And you have a great tonic. Why? Why you do that? But when you go out of the show, then you start to be no money, then you start to be kofar. Why? Don't you really understand? Don't you really believe that Hashem also exists out of the show also? He's existing in every corner in the world. Some corners, you, know, you, don't, you don't feel like it. So what? So then you don't believe? So we have to be honest with us. We cannot. In one hand, we're talking about believeness. We're talking about Avodat Hashem. We're speaking with our children to Avodat Hashem. To be ma'amin, that Hashem is, has the responsibility of any single movement in the creation, in the world. That's right. And what about your ADHD of your child? What about that? 
when Hashem is not exist, and you try to fight with the Gezerah of Hashem, try to help your child instead of being angry with him. Why he has to suffer your frustration? Why? Just because he got ADHD, that's it? This is his sin? Is this his fault? Chazal says in the Gemara, that Rabbi Eliezer went, came back from the Beth Midrash, came back and he had learned many, many Torah. Then he saw a very ugly person. Then he told him, Oh, how ugly you are. Tell me, is all your friends in your cities, all your citizens in your city looking just like you? You're all ugly? Maybe you came from a city of ugly people? Then you know what he answered to him? He told Rabbi Lazar, what do you want from me? Go to the artist who made me. If, you, if you're complaining about something, complaining to him, I'm not the artist. And Rabbi Eliezer noticed, oh, I was wrong. Then he asked for forgiveness, and he was walking after him until he reached his city. And in front of all the cities, and he asked, he was begging for forgiveness. I was wrong. But why we repeat this mistake? With our children. When you're angry with your child that he didn't achieve a part, the purpose of, 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 of the mark that you want, you want 100% or maybe 70% and he gave you 20% and you're really angry with him. Or you express your frustration from him. Oh, yes, 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 what can I be with you? That's it. That's what you told him. Why? Why he deserved that? Why? Because he has ADHD? Because he has difficulties or disorders to listen in a lesson? Because he cannot sit in calm on his chair in his classroom? This is his fault, that's it? But if you put a basic point in your home and you say, look, you're all my kids, and you all have different skills. I have one demand from all, each one of you. I just want each one of you, on his level, to make one step forward. That's all what I want. For you, Yossi, one step ahead, it means to add more, two minutes more to your studies after school. For you, Moishi, I want you two hours. And you, Ruti, I want you to dish the washes, to, be, to, to wash the dishes after lunch. Each one of my children has his own abilities, his own skills. That's it. Try to put a basic, a basic point in our home. I just want each one of you to put an effort. That's the way. You will never fail with Hashem. Well, dear listeners, if you want to text us your questions, you can do it right now. Our phone number for text is 347-927-8398. That's 
718-618-6598. If you want to call in, our phone number is 718-683-5858. Abraham Education at gmail.com. This is our, our um, email box. And stay with us. We're going to a small musical break. And right after that, I will give you a few details about my next visit in New York very soon. Uh, so stay with us. We'll be right back on air. Bye-bye. Yes. 
you want, make an appointment or to arrange a lecture, uh, everything else, you call into Ivana, her phone number, 347-701-7588. Now, let me uh, inform you that uh, we have a website that you can listen to all our radio shows in the past. Um, and also, you can listen to our radio show live through my website. The address is abraham across barzilai.com slash ENG for the English website. Abraham, that's a cross, barzilai.com. Um, now, let me read uh, your question. Um, we got an email. The email says, I would like to ask the rabbi, I have three goals. The older is five and a half years old, and sometimes we have a situation that I'm telling to my husband a few times to wake up in the morning, and suddenly my daughter actually gets that her father is wake later to the tefillah. So should I comment my husband, or maybe I keep quiet so my daughter will not realize that actually his father doesn't come up, uh, wake up on time? Well, uh, this dilemma actually is a very common dilemma because sometimes we actually think that we have to be perfect. If we want uh, to be a model to our children. And, and basically, this, um, this purpose is, is not correct. I mean, let me give you an example. Let's say that I'm driving my car, okay? And I have my children, he's 10 years old, he sits next to me, and suddenly he says, Daddy, I want to drive the car. What is my response? Should I have to apologize in front of my child? Look, I'm really sorry, but I cannot let you drive. No, it's not the way, right? The way is, look, I am a father, and you are a child. Father can do almost whatever he wants, as long as he's following the rules, the state rules, the Torah rules. But I can do what I want in this frame of rules. But you as a child, you have smaller frame that you cannot get out of this frame. You have to follow also your parents' order. So if I touch the electric devices in my house, I turn it on, I turn off, I touch the electric. And when my child, five years old, he wants to put the plug in the electric, then I say, no, don't touch it. You're not allowed to do that. And I do it by myself. Do I call the phony? Look, you tell me it's for hidden that, and you do it. Don't you shame, Father? You're not, the, you're not the best model of a father. No, it's not true. The world built in a way that those allowed to do many, many things that children are not allowed to do. And they, kill, and they can live with it in peace. 
no conflicts. So, I mean, if I have a difficult to wake up on time in the morning, let's say that I should wake up on 6 a.m. and I wake up on 8 a.m., but I still able to demand my child to wake up at 7 p.m. or 16, 7 a.m. or 6 a.m. You know why? Because I'm telling you, look, my dear yes. as long as you are in this house, you have to follow the rules of our home. And the rule says that the children have school, children have to be in the classroom at 8, 8 a.m., so you have to wake up in the morning at 7.30. You have to wake up at 6.30. But, Daddy, you, yourself, wake up at 8 a.m. Okay. I'm also driving a car. I also touch the electric devices in our home. I also make some works that I'm the only one who allowed to do that. When you'll be a father, wake up whenever you want. Now, I know it sounds scary, but I just use this example just to demonstrate the point, okay? But don't make copy-paste to your home. You know why? Because that site is not standing in contrast to the personal models. In Hebrew, we say dogma ishit, that my children watch me, watching me, and they copy my behavior, okay? It's not affect the model, the personal model of a father. But there is another damage, other damage, much worse than the first one. You know what? But my child start to develop dual reality. There is the reality of declarations, of statements. I have to say the words. We have to say that it's really important to wake up on time. We have to say, to declare that um, we have to make governing and we have to learn to run. But there is dual reality. There is what we're declaring and there is how we're living. And in the real life, you can do whatever you want, but you're not allowed to declare it. You have to declare that the Torah is the most important thing of the life, and that the Shilites made the Shilites much more, more than we think, and it's really important. You have to say some statements, but not more than that. When your child looking at you, and he sees that you demand him to wake up early in the morning, and you yourself wake up lately in the morning, he's not thinking about it to do that you are a phony, no. His cognitive doesn't build that way to think about the parents that are phony. No. Your child, in an innocence of a child, starts to internalize that the reality of the life is dual reality. There is the declares world, what we should say outside. And there is the real reality, how we should live. And this is a real huge damage. So avoid, try to avoid from wake up late in the morning. 
But don't think that your issue is the dogma issue, the personal model of a father. No, this is not an issue. The issue is much deeper than that. The issue is your child might to develop dual reality. He might think that his inner world dividing to by two, two parts. Third part, this is the part of the Claire's. What I have to say outside. I have to say that the right is important to wake up in the morning. But the second reality is that you can do whatever you want. You, you can live your life just like an animal, like you're wild. No problem with the declarance. As long as you, and as you say the, 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 the proper statement, it's everything good. This is the real damage. Well, the listeners, our radio show is about two minutes. Um, I would like to remind you that Hashem in January, I'm going to make a visit of two weeks in New York if you want to make an appointment with me or if you want um, to join our workshop in Brooklyn and in Muncie. You can reach Mrs. Ilana. Her phone number is 347-7017-588. Also, if you want to arrange a lecture in your home, 347-701-7588. I want to thank to Iran Yaakov for taking care about the technical side of this radio show. I would like to thank Mrs. Milana and Mr. Lazari, the manager of this radio station. Thank you, dear listeners. Keep listening to Jay Radio and have a Shabbat Shalom. Bye-bye.